progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Enhanced recovery after surgery is a protocol designed to achieve early and optimal recovery after surgical procedures by helping the patient and reducing the profound stress response following surgery. My guest today is Dr. Kyle Colon. He's a colorectal surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show. Dr. Colon, explain to the listeners what is enhanced recovery and is this something that is done by the medical professionals involved in the procedure from start to finish? Well, thanks for having me, Melanie. And the enhanced recovery is exactly what it sounds like. It's designed to make patients' recovery after a stressful event, such as surgery, be uh, and put themselves really in a better position to handle that stresses as they go through the perioperative period. So then let's let's talk about what that enhanced recovery looks like. So starting with the pre-hospital phase, what's involved? Sure. So let me just take that one step further. And so the the enhanced recovery has really kind of evolved in the field of colorectal surgery and now been expanded to other fields or disciplines within surgery. And the reason why we use it is it does essentially two major things for us. It decreases the amount of time patients spend in the hospital so that they can get back to their families, back to work faster. And perhaps more importantly, it decreases the uh, number of complications they experience by about 50%. And that's a pretty profound statement that the use of this protocol, which we'll get into in a second, just the use of this protocol alone, doing nothing else different from what we've normally done, can decrease your complication rate by 50%. That's a pretty incredible statement, and that's the reason why we've seen such a takeoff of this in recent years. That is kind of an amazing number. So then what's involved? Starting with the patient education, the pre-hospital phase, what are you telling the patients? Right. So we have um, at Palmdale and at USC a number of different protocols that are in place, and it starts by just explaining to everybody what is enhanced recovery. And basically what that allows us to do is it gets the patient to be their own advocate. So we tell them when you're in the hospital, you are going to be on a number of different medications on a schedule. So it's not like you're waiting until you have pain and then asking for a medication. You should be getting those medications on a schedule. Should also be things like you are allowed to drink uh, liquids up until the morning of your surgery. It used to be that we would have people uh, fasting for long periods before surgery. We're trying to minimize the disruption to your daily lifestyle to help you cope better with the stress of something like surgery. So there's a, a bit of education, the pain management plan, as you spoke of, really an optimization. So now what about the preoperative phase? What's involved in that? So the other thing that's involved in the preoperative phase is we've, we've incorporated into this bundle, if you will, some things that will try and decrease events after surgery. For example, infections that can happen. So as part of the, the enhanced recovery, we want people to shower with specialized soaps, We'll sometimes have them take a mechanical and or an an antibiotic bowel preparation. All these things are designed to get them in the best place possible to minimize any of the complications of surgery. And the other part to this is we, we will usually send them to either to their primary care doctor or someone else if they have a number of of comorbidities, uh, other medical problems to try and optimize those as much as possible so that their impact in the after surgery will be minimized. 
And what about intraoperative? So for patients, this is during the operation. What are you doing to maximize that recovery? Right. So this gets the, there's a whole separate component of things we do intraoperatively and then continue on postoperatively that the patients may not necessarily see, but we're doing them for the same reasons, to trying to get to that 50% reduction in their, in their complication rate and decrease the time that they spend in the hospital. And this is things like we use specialized antibiotics that cover the bacteria we know that they're at risk for. We use a, a specialized uh, fluid strategy in terms of what we give their body during the surgery. We don't want to give them too much. We don't want to give them too little. And one of the big things that we found is an emphasis on using laparoscopic or minimally invasive techniques because that tends to decrease the amount of pain patients have. Just the, the decreasing the size of the incision results in less stress on the body. And all of these things get back to getting the patient recovered from surgery and out of the hospital faster. So you mentioned post-operative and that you're doing some of these things and patients may not see that, but you're still doing them with that same 50% goal. But what about the post-operative phase that they might see like early mobilization or nutrition, pain management, education, these types of things? So the post-operative period is, again, an, an incredibly important component of this bundle. And we're doing things now that it used to be 20 or 30 years ago would have been unthinkable. So we want the patients eating and drinking as soon as possible after surgery. Once they emerge from anesthesia, sometimes there's some associated nausea just with the anesthesia medicines. But once they can take in that fluid and eat, we want them doing that because that's what you do when you're at home. And again, we're trying to minimize the impact that surgery has on your lifestyle. So we also want to get patients up and walking around. We don't want them sitting in bed all, uh, all day long because those are the types of things that are going to, again, minimize complications, get them out of the hospital faster. In surgery, we do a, a number of other things. Sometimes we use drains, and with an enhanced recovery protocol, we try to minimize the number of drains. Sometimes there's a catheter for the urine that we leave, and we want to get that out as soon as possible after surgery. What about things like nausea and vomiting management? Because that's something that patients think about. And when they're on pain medication or post-anesthesia, they think, oh, and I'm going to be throwing up and it's going to hurt so much. What do you do to, to manage that? Absolutely. So there's, there's about 15 to 20% of people whose intestines will go to sleep after surgery, something we call ileus. That's the doctor or medical term for the intestines going to sleep. But the reality is that only happens to about 15 to 20% of people, and the vast majority of, of everyone else will do just fine. There is a, a part of the, the assessment of patients before they go to surgery that may put them at risk for postoperative nausea vomiting. And we can do things, again, in the intraoperative phase and give them medications to try and preemptively prevent some of those symptoms. So, yes, we know that there are people that are high risk for it, but we can know that ahead of time and try to minimize the impact that some of those things have. And so when you look at the people that have their surgery done with an enhanced recovery protocol, yes, there will be a very small percentage of people that do experience that, but the vast majority actually do not. So on to post-discharge phase. So after the patient is discharged, how, are, how is enhanced recovery involved with follow-up, primary care, and therapy? One of the, and I'm glad you brought that up, because one of the initial concerns about using an enhanced recovery protocol was is if we are sending the patients home from the hospital sooner, 
that we worry they might be at more risk for coming back to the hospital and getting readmitted. And the fact of the matter, as we've gotten more information about this, is that the opposite is actually true. The patients that show that they are ready to go home, even as soon as the first or the second day after a major colon surgery, those are the patients that are going to go home, they're going to stay at home, they're going to do just fine. Even knowing that, we still want to have a follow-up phone call with these patients and just kind of check in with them because there's sometimes we can identify something that's happening at home that we, we may want to have them come in, get checked out in the office to prevent them from coming back and being readmitted to the hospital. And then afterward, the continued quality improvement, team activities, you and your team getting together to discuss this particular case, patient surveys, staff input. So how kind of finish off enhanced recovery for us? The enhanced recovery process has been something that's always in evolution. And so if you look at the most successful enhanced recovery programs, it's not just one or two things. It's being compliant with everything in the enhanced recovery bundle. And so that's that's part of this follow-up that you're talking about. You have to continuously go back and look at how are we as providers or doctors or physician extenders doing at explaining this to patients, making sure that the patients actually do this, and then afterwards uh, that they do all the components of it. Because being compliant with the entire bundle is what makes you successful and gets you that decrease by 50% in the complication rate, gets your length of hospital stay shorter by one or two days. And if you are only compliant with about 80% of the of the bundle itself, that's when you start to see fallouts, longer lengths of stay. So you have to continuously revisit things from basically an administrative standpoint to just make sure that we are being as good as we can at implementing this enhanced recovery protocol. What an interesting topic, Dr. Cologne. So in summary, what would you like to tell people who may need surgery about how their team of surgeons and the entire staff can help speed up the process of their recovery with these enhanced recovery protocols? That's a great question, Melanie. I think it it comes down to asking your surgeon do you use an enhanced recovery protocol? Because there's some data from a few years back that suggested only about 30% of hospitals nationwide or or surgeons are actually using this type of enhanced recovery protocol. And if your surgeon has one in place, can explain it to you, that's the first step. And then just asking, being your own advocate, asking more information about it, trying to figure out what sort of things am I doing, going to be doing in the hospital. Because then you can act as your own advocate, and when that may not be happening, you can ask, hey, what happened to my scheduled pain medicines that I'm supposed to be getting? I thought I was supposed to get this urinary catheter out. How come that hasn't happened yet? And doing things like that is what drives the enhanced recovery process so that everyone gets as much out of it as they possibly can. And why should they come to Palmdale Regional Medical Center for their care? That's a great question, Melanie, and I'm, I'm glad you asked that. The The quality of care that patients get at, at Palmdale, I think, is exceptional, uh, particularly with our group with colorectal surgery. Uh, we use this enhanced recovery protocol. We use laparoscopic approaches as much as possible. And in particular, the administration at, at Palmdale has been 110% supportive of these type of approaches. Because I think they, they realize the type of results, the improvement in quality, the improvement in patient care and outcomes that you can get with something like this. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Cologne. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, you can go to palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. 
Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.